0: Not miss. Over the well I'm a mushroom Welcome to the Party Pal. Welcome to the, the mind bending film and television podcast. You didn't know you needed it. Welcome to the Party Pal as a proud member of the Osiris Media Group. Check out all their podcasts, all their live events, everything they got going on over at OsirisPod.com today we dive deeply into true detective night country the fourth season of true detective the anthology crime drama television series created by nick pizzolato the season is set in the fictional town of ennis alaska and follows the investigation behind the disappearance of eight men from a research station the season stars jody foster and callie reese as the detectives and night country was created by Issa lopez who serves as showrunner writer and director there's so much to get into here, so we'll waste no time. Very uh, polarizing season, but uh, to help me knock it all out, I have Ryan O'Connell back with me. He's a writer, event professional, and one time musician from the great state of Maine who currently resides in New Jersey. He has contributed work to Uproxx, Heavy, and Bro Bible. He also maintains his own blogs. Check it out called Giddy Up America. Let's get into it. Fine. welcome back to the program a lot to get into here uh glad to have you along on this uh journey into the night country i'm, I'm here to
1: ask the right questions
0: yeah <laughs> and, and then
1: possibly answer the right questions but i'll keep you posted on that
0: one i like that uh i'd like that actually that like kind of little structure piece to the show that that you're asking the wrong questions you ask the right questions it had like a nice little beat to it kept coming yeah. uh i'm sure we'll get into that i'm curious though um i just saw a tweet of you yours about um uh, Masters of the Air. Are you enjoying that so far?
1: Yes. Initially, yeah. I think I watched the first one and I like. And I think I said this when we did the the preview pod. Like yeah. I fucking loved Band of Brothers. Love. Like The Pacific a lot. Yeah. This one, and so I was looking forward to this one, but from the jump, it just felt a little too glossy. Yeah. Yeah. And a little too Hollywood for me. Whereas like yeah. Band of Brothers was just some gritty ass shit. So
0: so gritty.
1: Um, and so. And I think I think Austin Butler is a good actor, but I think part of that was the problem. yeah and like him and Barry Keogh or whatever his name is. Egan, yep. And it's like it was it just kind of took me out of it. yeah. and it's not like Bandit Brothers didn't have like big names, although to be fair, like um, the Dick Winters actor, like he kind of yep. got famous from that from that role. yep. And then <laughs> young kid Ryan was you know obviously excited to see Donnie Wahlberg
0: yeah
1: <laughs> <laughs> but like beyond that and then like Ross from friends made it weird but like there was no one gigantic so then it kind of helped yep um but so I kind of was like I don't know and then um I was traveling recently so I kind of started watching some more of it once they get into it the flight scenes are are amazing.
0: They're they're confusing to me, but they're so beautiful. They're they're unbelievable. Yeah. I don't know how they're doing it. It's crazy.
1: Yeah. I mean, there is like an anonymity to it because you yeah. can't see the characters really beyond mm-hmm. their just their eyes. Yep. Mm-hmm. But also I think part of the problem One thing Band of Brothers really did well was they like you knew everyone involved. Yeah. Even you cared if knew, you cared yeah, about everybody. Even if you knew like two or three facts about them. Yep. You were like in it because they had done just enough to really do that character work
0: yeah yeah i knew like where they were from and kind of what they cared about and that's enough yeah
1: yeah and that was cool and you knew who they were friends with yep so then if one guy died you know like oh man this oh dude,
0: that's gonna this that's hurt. gonna mess up homie yep
1: <laughs> yeah and so i think with this they haven't beyond even austin butler's character and i've only seen the first five episodes mm-hmm. but uh i mean he was he was really kind of just felt like a character Whereas the other guy who's British, mm-hmm. again, these fucking Brits, <laughs> and uh, surprising me, I'm like, this guy's cool. I Google him. I'm like, what?
0: Yeah, it and happens weird. time and time and time again. It's wild.
1: And he's apparently dating Dua Lipa, maybe. Really? So <laughs> really? just good for him. Have, good that for guy him. is, he is having himself a late Top winner. Top of the
0: world right now.
1: Yeah. But like, um, I thought that character is really good. And if there's like yeah. a winner coming out of this, I'm like, that dude whatever his name is column something or mm-hmm. whatever mm-hmm. which maybe that should have been he's
0: assignment. become the center of the show at this point right now definitely yeah which yeah. that
1: works because he's yeah. really good but like the other guys i don't know names yeah i don't know much and it's tough to really understand so it's like if it was band of brothers like if one like squadron was going down mm. and if they said oh so-and-so's there so so-and-so, so you'd be like oh shit yeah whatever but now they're like oh so and so's planes going down you're like yeah
0: not sure not Not sure that it's and it gets tricky with these war things which is why brandon brothers was such a success is because you do lose so many people throughout the ride and they cycle people in and they found ways for us to you know they obviously keep some of the main people throughout and then also the ones they cycled in i started caring about they did a really really they finesse that well
1: it was a master class and i just think I think the Pacific did a good job with it as well. Like they kind of narrowed their scope a little mm-hmm. bit. Um, but I feel like that's the thing missing with this one. Yeah. But, you know, there's still a couple episodes left. Really? Um, I just think the aviator, like the plane part of it, I just think is so interesting. It's crazy. Like, the, I kind of wish they'd kind of get into a little bit more like, yeah. like the layout of the plane. Like, I kind Agreed. of want, like, a, re- I think it's give me a render. like like what are we looking at here
0: um it's it's, I think that's part of like what I do find the fights confusing but I think that's like kind of I mean that that type of uh combat has to be confusing it's 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 where are things coming from and it's just these bombs it's just I don't know what's going on um on a certain level but I just find it just masterful too it's really really wild what they're doing
1: yeah I I really like it I'm cool with it um and then tonight, I think we're gonna watch *Shogun*, which I'm fucking. I'm so excited! For.
0: I'm, I'm so so excited. That's, I did a premiere last night. I was I was at a play.
1: Um. Well, fancy guy over there. I uh, saw Jeremy I, Strong. Yeah. I went to see Jeremy I, Strong I, from I, *Secession* in a play. I, I like you're like I'm going to see Christopher uh, Kendall Roy and Christopher maltz yeah, yeah. it's two um, HBO's in the play. No, again, I'm just like living vicariously through you. <laughs> like we watched an episode of *Curb* and like tried to go to bed. Yeah, but um, yeah, no, that's most, a... that's most nights for me. Trust me. <laughs> um, but no, I'm excited to watch Shogun. I just every I haven't wanted to read a lot about it, but yeah. everything's been like this is awesome.
0: Totally. They, it it seems like they really went for it, so I'm pumped. Let's go to yeah. Ennis. This is a this is this is going to be an interesting conversation, and you know, I'm going to try to keep it as positive as I can. I definitely have yeah. some critiques here, but it just seems like there's a lot of a lot of almost unnecessary and blatant negativity out there in the world, because there's definitely some good things to talk about. Um, I I don't see any reason why not to kind of get into the the meat of it and talk about the finale and just general thoughts overall, now that anyone who's listened has seen it, and spoilers all day long. But um, overall, I'm very curious. What do you think?
1: Uh, Of the finale or the whole season? You know, a little bit of both. So I was thinking about this, and just bear with me.
0: So um, it's a lot to unpack here.
1: So this, this past weekend, I was in Atlantic city for work, which is terrible. I I hate that place. (laughs) And there was very like long days. And, but like, especially on Saturday was a long day. And I was just looking forward to like, you know what? I'm going to find like a bar. I'm going to sit down and have like two beers, something to eat and call it a day. And really get like, we don't go out a lot. So I was like, Oh, draft beers are fun. They always kind of taste better. Mm-hmm. very excited about this um so i get there, i found like this one quiet place at the chop cannon where we we're at sit down looks delightful menu looks cool but they don't have like draft beers they just have like regular beers and they was whatever it's okay and you know i had a couple yinglings and they got the job done it was fine but you know it just wasn't what i was like set up for,
0: <laughs> I see where you're going know? here <laughs> and
1: so it's like i wasn't i mean the tacos were good Mm-hmm. Beers were fine. Yep. I, I walked away. I was okay, but like, compared to like what I was aiming for going in, yeah. mm-hmm. it just didn't hit the mark. And I feel like that's how I felt about like True Detective. Like, yep. I'm I'm fine that it happened. I'm yeah. cool with it. I don't regret the six episodes, spending mm-hmm. all that that time. I don't regret thinking about it, listening to this podcast afterwards. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I didn't love it. Yeah, and. Yeah kind of the more I thought about it, the more I kind of just was, like, almost annoyed by some yeah. of it. Um, but, like, ultimately, it's, like, I thought there was enough cool things to take away from it. Absolutely. That, like, with some space from it, it's, like, you know what? I thought the setting was super cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought Jody Foster was really good. I don't know Navarro's. That actress's name—I thought she was really cool. As like that, she was, she yeah. was great. But those
0: two were—they were, 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 they were fantastic. No, no, yeah. thoughts about that.
1: Um, I really appreciate sunlight. That was yeah. a big takeaway, <laughs> um, and warm weather. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, I just—I also—I like the fact that they took the series away from Nick Pizzolatto.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Because I felt that I've been saying this since the first season. Mm-hmm. I let take every season and give it to one person to run with
0: yep i love the and, idea
1: and just it's that's the true detective but it's like an anthology series mm-hmm. you have like it, it, the gist of what you're trying to do mm-hmm. but you're giving it to a fresh perspective who then can pick the location because your location is a huge part of it absolutely and i think it's why ultimately this season was somewhat successful because mm-hmm. it was cool like ennis alaska sure
0: awesome awesome
1: um I think it's part of the reason why the second season wasn't good because it's like I, I've seen so many shows in la yep I yeah. don't mean but mm-hmm. like Louisiana season one mm-hmm. and then the third season like pretty deep, dirty Ozarks
0: yeah yeah deep south somewhere
1: yeah um so that was cool I just that stuff I thought was really cool and Nick Pitts lots of can go pound sand
0: absolutely this you know the, what, the way Get he's reacting reacting to this and the way he was the fact that he was reposting fans who hated the finale that's just childish that is really childish I, I yeah. really appreciate um um uh Callie Reese the, the the actress in it who were you know the other detective she's like she was putting out there it's a damn shame but hey I guess I guess we don't have anything uh good to um to share shit on others is the new wave and like I, I appreciate her snapping back that's that's yeah. that is, that's 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 not cool. I mean, I understand there's probably some beef and also it's a little strange cuz he's the executive he's an executive producer out here making some money still. It, yeah, he's
1: still cashing some checks on this thing that he's yeah. shitty on, which is just a weird move, but it's like dude, they gave you HBO gave you 3 seasons.
0: Yep, totally. And and even gave you one after the second season, which universally was pretty parent.
1: Yeah, which yeah. so the fact that you got a season 3 was like, okay, that was like your parting gift. Yep. And you can have your feelings and I can understand him feeling a certain way about it. Mm-hmm. Like them just taking this away from him. Yeah. But it's like also just be a professional man.
0: Exactly. Like
1: and also just realize like be a little bit mindful of optics. The last yeah. thing the world needs right now yep. is another pissed off white guy complaining about something a woman did. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like really so
0: complaining that. about a really feminist uh female centric show and that actually had like a really uh intense and i thought actually really cool female um twist at the end and feminist twist at the end and i mean obviously you know this in a lot of ways this is a success even if there is a lot of negativity in certain ways abounding about it i mean it's the most viewed season yet with 12.7 million cross-platform viewers the finale with a season high of 3.2 million viewers it's i mean she got you know Issa lopez has got another season because it was a success in that way and i'm assuming you know some of a some of that success has made them a little salty as well. And instead of, you know, I don't know, it's not a good look. You met, you you said it perfectly. Not a good look. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's always, it's like, here I go again. It's like, if you're in, (laughs) it's like if you're in a band and the band has some like level of success or whatever, Mm -hmm. and then you leave, there's part of you that wants to be magnanimous and be like, you know what? Wish the best to you guys. You're going to keep on, you're going to find someone new. I hope for the best but mm-hmm. there is inherently going to be a part of you that hopes they fail. Yeah. <laughs> because yeah. you just, cause you want them to be like, you want like your role in everything mm-hmm. to seem like it really matters. Yeah. And so yeah. you like, I think in the base, like the worst level of like human instinct, it's like to show that that happens mm-hmm. is by like something not working.
0: Cause you're not involved. Yeah. yeah. It's, a,
1: it's a terrible thought, but like if anyone's been involved in any kind of situation like that, you've had that thought
0: absolutely it's, it's 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 superhuman nature and it's yeah and sometimes it's tough to be the bigger person and but it's the right thing and if you're able to do it you, you do it you know and i yeah. think i don't know i, I it, it seems super un, unnecessary and unprofessional and not yeah. a good look um personally i had a kind of an up and down and eventually up journey with the show i i mean i know we discussed it just briefly in uh the last time we talked in i think the first episode was out i was so happy with what i was seeing in the first episode i felt we were you know kind of back to some things that it was i mean even with the new location that just felt i was excited i was super excited i liked i liked the casting it was some weird stuff was going on and i don't know i just felt like we, we were really there midway through the season i think it might have even been right after episode three i was having a tough time the uh the kind of the -the over-the-top horror elements were getting me a little bit there was you know kind of like there was like there was a use of a lot of jump scares ghosts appearing out of nowhere and so the supernatural seemed to be taking over in a way that, that that I wasn't vibing with uh that much but I mean ultimately when they got into some personal stuff and and I actually did like the finale It actually brought me back around a little bit I liked the um you know what was really neat to me about the finale kind of the the crux of what I really enjoyed is this idea that this I know it kind of came out of nowhere. We didn't really know that cleaning crew and the people who worked for the, you know, the 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 fish factory. That, that was that group of women. Woman. It kind of came out of nowhere. But I love this idea when Issa Lopez talks about it. How you, um, how she liked the idea of using someone you never notice. Uh, they're invisible, and she saw that invisibility as like a superpower. And these people who nobody cares about were the ones who were figuring everything out and kind of behind the scenes of this stuff. And I actually thought that was interesting to me and 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 I get the I get the other side of it cuz it did kind of come out of nowhere but there was something about that that um that I thought was unique and it was cool
1: yeah i felt i agree and i thought that was cool and i feel like with a lot of these shows sometimes like the killer is someone you randomly saw like halfway through yeah yeah but i think to really land it i think mm-hmm. they should have spent a little more time with the cleaning lady
0: yeah a little just a little bit more a little bit more so,
1: just so that like you're not doing a lot of that catch up work mm-hmm. in the finale and you can just let your your reveal yeah. like really hit mm-hmm. like i think because like, they really only they had i think they showed the one lady like once when they were questioning them, mm-hmm. but that was in like this weird like you're just kind of like in the detective mode. You're like, oh, cool, yeah. we were talking here. That's fine, great. Yeah. But, um, and then I think the birthing scene. But part of that is like, I didn't really rec- recognize any faces in that. I was more just taken back by the setting of it. Yeah. Like the scene. So then I just think they needed like one or two more things mm-hmm. to really drive that point home. But like, I agree. I think they kind of lost and lost the plot a little bit after the third episode.
0: I agree yeah and I think felt like it was skidding off the, the rails a little bit that's why I was glad to see it kind of come home at the conclusion but I mean th- there's a lot of talk about ambiguity uh, ambiguity with this kind of finale but I thought I, I was getting enough answers that I thought I didn't feel it was as cryptic as many people were thinking I and mean, we found out who killed Annie case very specifically who killed all the scientists very specifically I like the the one that remained I like the whole hatch idea I thought that was cool and I mean the fact of where did danvers go i mean that that seemed like kind of the type of ambiguity that like just like many shows do and that's not that crazy i mean she obviously found some sort of peace to finding her name and and doing it isn't that conclusion enough for her and then kind of gave us a chance to think about it the tongue was a little strange there's a lot to unpack and figure out with the tongue but overall i was given a whole bunch of answers and i didn't think it uh, it was as um cryptic i mean we got the whole idea of the pollution and they're trying to extract DNA and they were, they were trying to put a bow on a lot of things. And I think, I think the majority of it worked and there was, there was more that needed to be addressed, but I guess, you know, we all, we yeah. each need the amount we need.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think there's like a fine line. I, I don't, there's, there's some like math equation that shows like how, <laughs> how much in a, in a finale you, how many questions you need to answer. Uh, people are cool with yeah. It doesn't need to be like eight out of 10. Mm-hmm. But possibly, like, you should at least check off six out of ten. Yeah. yeah. like, I think we can all be okay with, like, four things. Like, whatever, the tongue thing? I don't know, this weird energy shit, Yeah, basically. yeah. I think the weird thing was with Navarro, though, I understood her coming to peace, like, getting her name and stuff, but I didn't really mm. understand why she then presumably went off the grid. Yep. I didn't really understand that because I'm like, well, you are a cop. You are in a position to, like, Impact change a little bit. Definitely. I mean, look so, at this.
0: They were, they both decided at that one point to protect these, these, these women who were, who were doing things for yeah. kind, of, kind of right reasons. As we found out that we you know what they're doing with the pollution, what they're doing to the town, and what they did to Annie.
1: Yeah. So that part, I was like, I my wife and I were like, so wait, what, what's going with that part? I think kind of was, if anything, that was the one that was like, I don't really get this one. Yeah. Like they were acting like, somehow she was guilty of doing something Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and so she had just disappeared into alaska which apparently is very easy to do
0: yeah (laughs) or Uh, rose Rose will get rid of that body for you if you need
1: Well, okay well rose is a whole nother story altogether
0: absolutely i I loved her being my favorite character on the show
1: she was great but like give me more rose
0: absolutely i Uh, want to know more about
1: this woman who her name might not even be Rose.
0: Yeah, I, I think I mentioned you want it, so, uh, its own spinoff or its own backstory show or episode yeah. for it.
1: I think we just need a little, like, why does Navarro know that, oh, you need a body to disappear? Go talk yeah. to Rose. Yeah, exactly. Oh, come on. You got to give me a little bit more. <laughs> like, how does this woman, what's going on here? Especially yeah. with, like, that actress. I don't remember her name.
0: Someone Fiona later. Shaw. Yeah. Great in Andor, too. Really yeah. great. Love but like,
1: her. she's a recognizable figure. So if you're going to have someone like that, you've got to assume, you know, based on like our history with TV shows, that like she's yeah. going to like, I don't know. The- How about Christopher
0: Eccleston? Same type of thing. He was, uh, he's from The Leftovers. You know, yeah. he's, I mean, he when I first showed when he first showed up, I'm like, oh, this is going to be a big piece of it. Not so much.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I guess after COVID, people are just trying to make up for lost time. Like, I, I
0: saw somewhere that he, um, he really likes you know, he's been such a fan of Jodie Foster for years when he was given the chance to fly and just do a couple of scenes with her. He's like, yeah, absolutely. It was just, it was yeah.
1: Cool. I think, and also, I mean, if, if HBO calls and be like, Hey, do you want to fly to yeah. Iceland and do true detective totally. a little bit? Yeah, sure. Why the fuck not?
0: So I liked, um, Lisa Lopez. She, there's a lot of, uh, she's been out there talking about the show and, um, you know, there's, the, the way she's asking us to interpret it is, uh, kind of with the darkness and the supernatural and the location and everything. She said and I thought this would be interesting to bring up that the series can have two readings. One of them is that everything is connected to the supernatural. So it's all supernatural based and the other is there's absolutely nothing supernatural happening at all. The darkness brings its own madness and neurosis to some characters, which is definitely something, you know, I've thought about like what this what you know, when these people were doing all these crazy things and crazy things were happening. I'm like that kind of adds up living in this environment living in this place of course there's going to be some messed up things yeah. happening in the night country so that makes sense and you know it's 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 interesting that's kind of giving us these two ways to look at it whatever way works for you they're 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 both there so i thought i thought that was a fun way to kind of frame the whole thing and and how to take it in and yeah that's it's cool
1: i think i i think that's super cool and it's kind of fun when you- you can look at, that. you kind of like choose your own adventure. Like yeah, how you yeah. Want I would say, though, I feel like for the next season, they should mm-hmm. kind of bail on some of the supernatural stuff. I, I mean, agree. I, I would that, love that, Kevin. That's That's been the bugaboo since season one when it yeah. never really paid off. That because was first, the part
0: that didn't pay off in season one. That was it. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. And so yeah. I think that's like, that element is the one that keeps getting them into trouble. Definitely. Whereas opposed we supposed to like, like the other track, she said, like this whole idea of like the madness and stuff like that. One of the reasons why I've liked the Far- Fargo, which we finished Fargo and just. Yeah, you enjoy it. It's, it's wonderful, isn't it? I'm like, is, but that series is so good because there's always like in, the, in my reading of it is always like there's like there's always like this darkness on the edge of town. Yeah, There's always this menace in this evil, whether it's personified by like a certain character or like the actions or just how these things happen, but it's usually there's the darkness and the light, you know what I mean? And so I like that idea of it. So like you could run with something like that. Like there is this menacing evil just kind of out there, Mm. like whether we're aware of it or not. And sometimes it seeps its way into our daily life and impacts what we do, which I think what happens with Fargo a lot. Yeah you know and i think i i don't know and that's what i liked about this season of fargo not to go off on that thing is like oh at first day. you at first you thought like the personification of evil was uh old munch yep um cuz that would have been more in line with what fargo's done mm-hmm. It's he's been this fucking weirdo
0: definitely but it works works like, the type of villains they craft at the Coen brothers and that that yeah. world is crafted yeah
1: but then like spoiler but then you realize like oh no it's just john ham Yeah, 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 and like you know, you could go off, and yeah, I don't. You already did the Fargo pod, so yeah, I know. And
0: there was a surprising amount of hope in that episode, and light. The light ended up seeping in, which was really great. And And I I guess the light slaps kind of seeped into Russ Cole at the end of the you know episode, in like a literal way. But I just it didn't didn't land with with what the whole was going on with that was a tuttle the evil tuttle group and all the weird yeah, stuff and
1: carcosa and stuff like yeah. that i think I that's 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 a bummer and my wife pointed out she's like actually she's like every season of true detective has been kind of like frustrating at the end yeah and i was like yeah you're right yeah, i mean
0: i think that's what's drawing us back to it I, i've been trying to think of, but why the show's so polarizing why the discourse just goes all over the place after each show with some people just you know uh, sticking to how much they love it I mean to some people this season was a return to form to others it's an absolute train wreck and it's just so interesting that 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 this happens each time and I I think it's the expectations from season one regardless of how the fact that everything didn't land and I think that's fair it was amazing in certain ways and it really was and it was and, and then they weren't able to do it again, and we keep hoping and that the shadow of season one keeps looming large. And now we have this whole idea, the discourse has changed to kind of people viewing season one through three uh, through this lens of these, this toxic masculinity that kind of like bubbled there. And then kind of what we saw here is her kind of, um, you know, this feminist reclamation of the series. It was a yeah um this I've read a cool article I got another quote I want to read here from Vox by I think it's Aja Romano and she talks about the toxic fan base how it's grown for for all its critical critical acclaim and influence on prestige drama in the years that followed uh true detective season one also generated a deeply toxic fan base these fans were men who missed the point who saw them but who saw themselves as a vital part of the show's I love this word, meta-textuality. <laughs> the real text. The real two detectives along the way, and there's just this interesting um, conversation that's happening around it. That, that 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 kind of elevates this to this this two this. detectives is like a big thing, even though it hasn't. You know, it's it's track record for great seasons is is not not you know it's not that great. Yeah.
1: Ooh. <laughs> Could you, man?
0: I'm I'm sorry.
1: Um, yep. Could you argue the True Detective series is like the Dallas Cowboys? <laughs> Go on. In that they it just seems like it's better than it is, but it never, it's like bigger than life, larger than life, yeah. America's team, yeah. but
0: they're not that good. Yeah,
1: yeah. And whenever they come back, they're always like, they're it's always like appointment viewing because it's always there. Yep. But like they never stick the landing. Yeah, yeah. They always their season's always end in frustration, but they're just constantly talked about. Like it's just true. It's I feel like we've just lost the fact that like I really like if you're gonna go weird with a show, you gotta go full weird. Yeah. And they've never been able to do that.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think think Fargo owns theirs in a better way. Like I mean, when we back in time to him eating, you know, eating people's sins and stuff. Like, not gonna lie, they almost didn't blink an eye because I trusted the show so much to make that work. And what they do, they made it work.
1: Yeah, I mean, with Fargo, like. I mean, what you average like one or two? What the fuck <laughs> on episode? Yeah. but it's just because they've set. I mean, that shows deserves to be like in a master class of its own. Because I, I agree, agree. they've I'm, set a tone.
0: I'm just an.
1: that they just like, the idea that they took the vibe of Cohen movies mm-hmm. and have made an anthology show about it.
0: I would have never thought that that this would work for an anthology series in the way it did. Never, never yeah. could have imagined this. No.
1: And yeah. just somehow it just keeps on going. And now I'm just like, cool, what are we doing next, guys?
0: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> they better keep this going. I really hope he's inspired to continue doing that. What do you think about the connections to season one? I enjoyed some of them. Some felt forced. I mean, we did. Um, you know, it's a mention that Rush's, it was mentioned that in season one that Russ's dad lived and died in Alaska. That yeah. seems to be Travis's. Travis, in, in this series, yeah. uh, same evil corporation uh, was was behind all this. The spiral time is a flat circle came up. What do you think of all that?
1: I'll start with when time is a flat circle came up. My first reaction was like, "Oh shit!" I think I even <laughs> yeah. like grabbed Kim. I was like, "Kim, Kim, Kim!" And I did the annoying thing where I point to the TV, which she hates. That
0: oh. she's like, "Yeah, I'm watching too." I, yeah, I, I can know, see. I know, <laughs> <laughs> I know what's
1: going on. You turned to uh,
0: Leo DiCaprio from that meme.
1: <laughs> yeah, but then when you realize, you're like, "Oh, it." It just felt then it very quickly. It just felt like fan service.
0: Yeah, it was. It was. Which it's
1: just like, like you can't throw that out there. Like yeah. that line has been just driven into the ground. Like if you're gonna drop it, you have to earn it.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Um, the spiral thing. It didn't feel
0: earned. You're right. You're right. The
1: spiral thing again. If you're gonna go weird, go full weird. Mm-hmm. The spiral has to just mean something. Yeah. Bigger. You know. Yep. Um, but beyond that, I'm cool with the fact that. It, this season exists in the same world as the first season. Me too. But the third third season did that too. Mm-hmm. They like alluded to like something in the paper about what's going.
0: Cool, yeah, another case. That, yeah, I
1: like that because that yeah, kind of creates too. like a connective tissue between. Yep. It. Again, <laughs> Fargo's just co opting this pod, but Fargo <laughs> does that. Like every season it has is. some weird little connection to yep. another one. Yep. Um. Oh, did this season have a connection? To anything?
0: Uh, nothing. Nothing overt, or that's coming to mind, and I. I I, I don't know I don't think so all right well yeah. that's cool I still liked it
1: they I still liked it it's just they're, still, okay. they're still good with that. yeah <laughs> yeah
0: no there's I mean there's a lot more to break down there's I mean there's there's e- Easter eggs that involve the thing in a major way the corpsicle was a reference to it there's the the DVD of the thing comes up you yeah. know like these connections in season one there's there's a lot going on and I just I, I think overall that's kind of why I try to keep things positive here with the concerns I have because it was ambitious it was trying a new thing we you know, we kind of subverted the genre a little bit because usually we're dealing with male detectives, and it was nice to see this. And they were so great. And you know, it's 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 on. Un- you know what? It's it's. I know we're going to kind of run into the same things when when the next season comes. I'm I'm excited that she got another run at it. I I hope she proves some of these haters wrong and and, and fires up Nick some more and the whole thing. I want to ask the before we kind of wind down here. What do you think? Um, I went back and forth on this. And there's one one that really missed for me. But what did you think of like the somber minor key covers of famous pop songs throughout? Uh, <laughs> some of those some of those are cool. Some not so much.
1: I think it like the like doom Corps or whatever it was. Doomcore, Doomcore. I think <laughs> you can use. They have a place. But you can't go overboard with it
0: you can't twist and shout one of those things cause... yeah
1: i'm not sure every episode that was needs, tough. like one i yeah. think you use it once or twice it kind of like it hits but then mm-hmm. you kind of go a little too much with it it's, you're kind of just biffing it a
0: little yeah bit. they all they all didn't land so uh i'd love to get a read on how you're feeling i did say i'm i, I am excited and i'm curious to see what happens moving forward now that Issa lopez has signed on for another season that this season is viewed um you know by the numbers as a success um and it was good to see a lot of people come out in, in its defense too on, on the things because I know yeah. you know the hate always seems to kind of cover up some of the love but it was nice to see people push back and 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 <laughs> became this whole thing of of, of uh feminist versus first uh, misogyny which was interesting to see um and I also love the The idea there was, I saw Aaron Brockovich tweeting about how the polluting for profit idea. And I also love the idea of like these guys, uh, these scientists really were willing to do something fucked up for the greater good and getting that DNA and finding ways to think. And that's, I think that's another interesting to think about. But what are you thinking about the show, uh, the series moving forward? Are you you still excited?
1: Yeah. I mean, listen, HBO, you're going to do like a prestige detective show. Mm Mm-hmm. Giddy up, let's do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I'm i cool with Issa Lopez getting another one. Again, back mm-hmm. to my original thing. Would be cool if someone else got a run at I it. I love that day.
0: idea. Each season, that'd be really cool.
1: Because um, I just think the True Detective as a brand could be something. Mm-hmm. Um, I think... Um, I feel like you got to do eight episodes. I think six is too short.
0: It felt light. I didn't know realize we were, we were hitting at six when it happened. Yeah, so.
1: The Ringer had a good piece about that, which I thought was yeah. really good. Uh-huh. If you're going to do six uh-huh. episodes, you got to be like really tight and focused, and your story has to be pretty simple. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. if not, you're just not going to have room, which I think is what happened here. Yeah. Uh, eight is kind of the sweet spot. Um, I want to know what the location is next though. I feel like the location is part of what makes the show so cool. Definitely. Yeah. You know, like. White Lotus is doing
0: that good right now. Where like I get excited. I'm like, where's the hotel? What are we doing here?
1: Yeah. And I think I want to know like what they do. I was curious. I was thinking about this. I was like, oh, where would you go? And Mm -hmm. it has to be someplace kind of fresh. Like can't really do the Southwest. Because that's like Breaking Bad, Better Call Saul Country. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Did you ever watch the show The Bridge? A couple years ago,
0: was it on AMC? No,
1: AMC or F. I think it was FX. Yeah, it's basically.
0: I think, like- I think I, I think I, I, think I knocked out a couple of videos. Was it South of the Border? My, my. It
1: was. It took place basically, and been like El Paso and Juarez, yeah. Or whatever. Yeah. They yeah. basically there was a body found like right in the middle of the border.
0: Right in the border. Yep.
1: So like a U.S. Yeah, cop some, and, a, and a Mexican cop had to work to do it together. started off really strong definitely went south not literally just bad (laughs) but like and they try, they kind of lost what they were trying to do but like the idea of that like this you know obviously i don't know if they want to mess with the border right now i don't know if you read the news kind of a thing (laughs) but um something like that's cool where there's just a lot of just like just different things going on like you can kind of touch on but there's like there's and don't go weird with it. Leave the the supernatural stuff. So you can keep like the creepy, unsettling vibe. In.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, murders and like murders and like disappearing bodies and all, it's creepy enough. I mean, I was it, saying,
1: <laughs> that, that checks your box right things, there.
0: Yeah, things, oh, get, someone disappeared? things get dark That's real weird. fast yeah. when you go yeah. into someone's crazy basement or something looking yeah. for, like, for a body being chased by a killer. Think about yeah. Silence of the Lambs. I mean, just to bring back to Jody. I mean, that was as creepy yeah. as it can be. And there was no, you know, crazy supernatural in that.
1: Yeah, just yeah. I think, I, yeah, exactly. You don't need to do that. If, yeah. Like, if Issa was taking notes or like crowdsourcing Mm -hmm. ideas, uh, that would be my recommendation. I wonder if they could
0: take this international. New England hasn't been in the mix for the two detectives. That's an option. There's a. I
1: I mean, I think you could do something super cool in Maine. Maine. Water there. Like, especially like, I mean, you wouldn't want to go winter because you just did Alaska, but like, there's definitely like seasons in Maine where it's like small towns get. Yeah. Absolutely. Things happen. Some things happen, happen in small stuff. towns things yeah. definitely happen
0: in small towns Yeah. Well, it
1: was a black eye season is what they yeah. used to call it. yeah when, when like like uh when the lobstermen and stuff like that when they basically had like this chunk of time where they didn't really have anything to do on the islands mm-hmm. and basically it just like that's when just shit got gnarly because people were just kind of drinking and like all of a sudden you're like looking at your neighbor you're like you know what fuck you man yeah and like, yeah. <laughs> and like we're gonna we're gonna call it out right now and they was just that was like when I worked on the boats, that was always the time of year where you were like totally. Cool. I do lived on me? a
0: I lived on Martha's Vineyard for a summer and I was working and I continued working into the fall. And it's a whole different island come October, towards the end of October and early November. I'm like, it's yeah. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna yeah. go. It's great.
1: Yeah. All of a sudden it's like, oh, cool. We're we're all here. It's yeah, exactly. You. <laughs> exactly. So you could do something cool with that. Like I think that's what's fun about it, is that there is like a almost like a tourist element to it yeah. like cool where are we gonna go
0: yep yeah what we totally. gonna
1: do and yeah you know, i'm curious to see like if Visa lopez does two females again or does she do yeah. like a, a yeah guy what's your decision a, gonna be yeah yeah like how do you do that like i think i wouldn't necessarily do two females again because mm-hmm. i think you know that's spice it up but i think the, the female energy was a welcome energy this season
0: absolutely absolutely uh, well, I'm glad we kept it mostly positive because there is a lot of positivity to, to, to talk about. Those two detectives, the two actresses, were amazing. It was a cool location. It was different. They tried something interesting. It was ambitious. Uh, like you said, it didn't all land, but there was some cool stuff to talk about. So glad yeah. we got into it, Ryan. Thank you so much.
1: Hey, no problem, man.
0: And uh, thank you everyone out there for once again, joining the party. We'll be back Shake soon.
1: Take it up, baby, now. Twist and shout, come on baby now, come on and work it on out,
0: Osiris.
1: This podcast is In The Loop, the Legion of Osiris Podcasts.
0: OSIRIS is creating a community that connects people like you with live experiences and podcasts about artists and topics you love. Get in the loop at osirispod.com.